How about no, Scott? All right, you nerds, blurds, geeks, and freaks. It's that time again for the unequivocated, highly underrated, got to know who made it show we call Pop Stew. Right now, I'm very hungry. Your source for reviews, whether it's the new hotness or fucking clown shoes. Broadcasting live from Planet Wakanda. Open the pod bay doors, pal. Across the cosmos to your ear holes. It's your hosts, AK and Stubert. With the latest edition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. I'll have what she's having. It's Bob Stew. We want it now! Welcome back for another episode of Pop Stew. First couple episodes dropped last week and... Uh, I just want to thank everyone for listening to us and giving us a shot. Y'all really enjoyed what we was doing. We really was putting everything we had into those episodes, and we'll continue to do that in the future. But I just want to shout y'all out for supporting us. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. This is your main man, Stuart, and we just want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for just listening and putting in the time, you know, because if it wasn't for you guys we just wouldn't be doing this, you know? And so we're, we're glad that we have an audience who's willing enough to listen to um, the things that we have to share and giving our own opinions and interpretations of a film. Yeah. We just, these are just conversations we would have all the time. And then we just decided to record it. Maybe, Why not just put it on a computer? Right. <laughs> and we thought maybe one or two may agree with us or not, but a lot of y'all liked what we did. So we just want to say from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate it. But today, we got another hot episode for you. We're going to give you all some 90s action movies. If you were a kid from the 90s, we had some great 90 movies. Yeah, we did, man. We we definitely had some, some humdingers there, man. So we, we going to... We don't have time to talk about every great one. We just picked out some of our favorites. And I'm a I'll pass it off to Stuber because I know he got a hot one that he wants to talk about. Yeah, I have a hot one, but you know what? I think I'm going to save that hot one for last. You see what I'm saying? Are you saving um, it for last? I'm saving it for last. Okay. You know, because I don't, think, clean up. I got I don't, I don't think everybody's going to like pick up on you know where I'm coming from. And, and some of you are definitely going to disagree. Some of you going to laugh like you're going to laugh your behinds off when you hear it. So I'm going to save this one for last. But, you know, the first movie in the 90s that like really just paved the way for me and so many other people that's out there is definitely Terminator 2. Terminator 2 was a great uh, one. Judgment Day. Man, um everybody who That saw, was a that was a game changer. It, it really was because everybody who saw the first Terminator, we never really thought that they were going to up the ante. There are a lot of right. people who say that Terminator 2 is it's even superior. is superior even greater than the first film. I say that. I, I have to agree with that. It's 100%. one of the few instances where the sequel, the sequel surpasses is, is the original. Notch. And that's that's hard to do. Like, what is Godfather? That's pretty much... Yeah. Even Star Wars, that's debatable. But, I mean, Terminator 2 gave us one of the best villains in Team 1000 that we have ever seen. I mean, and the effects in that movie. Yeah. And then what they do is they take the villain from the first movie and actually make him make him the good guy he's, now he's the hero he was he was the villain trying to kill sarah connor in the first one and now he's protecting her and her son which is just crazy and it's smart on their part because they saw how people reacted to arnold in the first one yeah, yeah and they were like well we can't have him be the bad guy anymore 
So he's going to be the protector. He's going to be the father figure to John Connor. Yeah, and the action just... The action just ups the ante in this movie, man. I mean, from the very beginning, you're talking about when when they are in the mall and they meet up with one another and you see them fighting and throwing each other through walls and pulling out guns. And, I mean, it was awesome, man. That, that's pulling a hot out movie. a shotgun in the middle of the mall. Yeah. And T-1000 just taking those hits, and, and, I, just, and he keeps coming. And I have to say, I feel pretty bad for that janitor who was sitting in the hallway in between both of them. <laughs> he, got he got lit, lit up. up pretty bad. He got lit up. But T-1000, you're watching it, and it's like, how do you stop this person? Yeah. Nothing is working. Like, they froze him, yeah. and he still busted out. Well, next time, they shouldn't, you know, you know, drop their car off, you know, <laughs> They were dropping cars on them, (laughs) shooting them with every weapon they had, and nothing worked. I'm sitting in. I remember sitting there watching it, and I and I was at a loss. I was like, I don't know how they're gonna beat this guy. How do you beat T1000? Someone who's liquid metal. And where did you first see Terminator Two at? Terminator Two. That was a that was an HBO. My mom had HBO growing up, and I saw a lot of these movies on HBO, and I saw it there. I saw two before I saw one. Exactly. I saw two, too. Yeah. I saw the second one before I saw the first one. So I saw the second one, and I didn't see the first one until later. Because yeah. it was like, I'm happy with two. And then you I watched, didn't need any more. And then you watch the first one, and you're just like, oh, okay. All right. I remember watching the first one. I was like, oh, that's it? <laughs> like, I, I didn't really appreciate how good the first one yeah. was until I got older and could appreciate everything that was done in the 80s. But I, I'm... I'm comparing it to the second one. And I was like, it's okay. Like, yeah. I like it more now than I did when I was younger. But then I was just like, it's all right. What did you think of the special effects? The special effects were crazy. For like, that time. For that time. For that time. Was when amazing. did that come out? 92? It was 92. In 92, they, they've they never had a, a grown man turn into liquid and then turn back into a solid <laughs> like that. He had sharp objects out of his hands. They, yeah. that's That was unheard of. James Cameron always pushes the limits with his movies. He all he has always done that. He did that with the first one. He did it with this one. And he continues to do that with Avatar and Titanic and all those other movies. He he was He's just a, a CGI genius, yeah. I would say. He's a pioneer, but definitely before his time. Definitely before his time. Because more people appreciate it now than when it came out. When it came out, people just wanted to see Arnold Schwarzenegger blow stuff up and blow he blow stuff up. He did, and you you get a lot of that in the movie. Don't get me wrong; like he he blows a lot of stuff up. Yeah, takes out a lot of kneecaps too. <laughs> oh, because he told him not to kill yeah, anybody. He told him not to kill anybody. <laughs> John Connor's like, you promised me you weren't going to kill anybody. <laughs> so, what else you got to say about Terminator Two? You know, I, I just think it's that one of my favorite action movies. It really is, um, and it still stands up. It's probably the number one '90s film. If I had to even rate it, seriously, it was just an awesome film. You know, um, the action is great. Um, the acting was superior. Even watching what what was her name, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. You know what? You go from seeing her be this timid person mm-hmm. to being this complete change up. Change from up, one man, to two, and she's even in the sight ward. Yeah. You know, she got a bed she turned up, and she's doing pull-ups. She is, and... she is preparing herself for Judgment Day. And Absolutely. you see that. And people think she's out of her mind because that's all she's talking about. She's been preparing herself, preparing her child. 
they've taken her child away from her because they think she's unfit, but she's really yeah. preparing for the inevitable. She got guns lined up in Mexico. She almost took she out She has Miles. all these plans. Yeah, she almost took somebody. out Miles Dyson. I know that for a fact. And she did that by herself, too. She did. Like, stormed his house. Almost shot his face off in and, front of his family. And like, Re- didn't care. And Reba the male lady. Yeah. yeah. Almost, almost, almost took her out. <laughs> but she is one of those characters that whenever people want to talk about, like, uh, badass females. She's always in the conversation, and that movie came out in '92, and yeah, she's in the and conversation. It still holds up with like the bride from Kill Bill, like the females from Sin City, like all these other females that we've had since then. Sarah Connor still, yeah, she's up holds there, up. You know, and I, you know, and, and when I see Linda Hamilton, I don't think about anybody else. I know Emily who was it, Emily Clark has done her, but when you look at Hamilton put in a great performance. Man. She is Sarah Connor. I She's can't Sarah see Connor. no one else as Sarah Connor. Nobody else. No one else can do that character justice. So that's that's my take. That's one of my favorite movies for the nineties. Um, what you got, man? Uh, one of my favorite movies is a movie I I know by heart, and that's the movie Face Off. I love the movie Face Off. Yeah, man. Face Off was one of the first rated R movies I saw in the theater. This movie blew me away, and I, my mom took me to see it. Because she didn't know that it was rated R. See, I was with the ass. You got a chance to see it because I didn't. Yeah, she didn't know it was rated R. And then it was all these swearing. And I'm like the first couple minutes, Nick Cage is swearing and asking a girl to suck his tongue and all this other craziness. <laughs> and I was just like, I hope there's not a sex scene because that would be so weird to watch that with my mother. Like, I'm just praying it's not a sex scene because she was okay with the violence. But it was like the sexual innuendos that... You, you guys didn't have a talk in the car afterwards. No, no, no. It wasn't... That, there wasn't any really... There was no sex. Not that you saw boobs or anything, but yeah. it was just... I, I just love this movie. The action in this movie is crazy, and Nick Cage and John Travolta is on a whole nother level. Like, they're... Especially Nick Cage. He goes from being the most over-the-top villain you could even ask for to dialing it all the way back yeah. when he has to be Sean Archer. And they have to switch roles. They have man. to switch roles. Like, he's casted Troy for, like, the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie. And then the rest of the movie, he's Sean Archer. So he has to be a completely different character. And that's, to both of their credit, they were able to not only establish their one character, but they also have to do extra work where they have to study what each other is doing. Yeah. Like, they have to study what the choices that they're making as an actor and how they're playing this character because they have to be each other for the remainder of the film. So it's double work. You have to do work for two actors in this movie. Yeah. And I don't think they get enough credit for that. Yeah. Like, they just think it's this over-the-top, silly, ridiculous action movie, which it is. It is completely silly. The premise makes no sense. <laughs> but I love that about it. So what was your, what was your favorite scene in that film? Oh, my gosh. I have so many. Uh, the beginning scene where he's trying to arrest him and he's in the airport. I love that scene. I love the scene where he, after they've changed faces and he's in his hideout with Caster's friends and then Sean Archer storms the place and he has to fight off all, like, these are his co-workers, but they're trying to kill him. So he's, like, trying to protect himself, trying to protect this little kid who he just found out Caster has a son. Yeah. But he doesn't want to kill anybody. So that that's a fun action scene. I love the 
the scene at the end where his boss has the funeral and they have the the shootout in the church. I love that scene. And there's doves everywhere. And so as you can see, you can definitely tell I'm that he really loves this love movie. I love that movie. I mean, he really just gave a whole synopsis of the entire film within five minutes. I love, I love the movie. I can tell you, I love completely it. love it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's my, it's in my top ten, and I get heat for that all the time. It right. is my, it is in my. It's top in your top ten, 10 of all, all time? time. It is, it is. Wow! And I say that with no shame AK. at all. AK. I say that with no shame. You I watch, it, you watch a lot of films, man. I, it's in there. It's in my top ten. We I might, love that movie. Well, we might have to put that out there one day, man. That might my top ten. I, that, I that, got my that, list ready. That might be an episode for another day. I got my that's, list ready. That's pretty debatable, but, but it's a good movie. It no, is a very I'm good movie. I'm not saying it's the best movie. It's for me. Like your favorite movie of all time is subjective. Is what you like, man. I give you that. I'll like give you that. if your favorite movie is the Smurfs, then that's your favorite movie. I'm, 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 I'm just saying. Yeah, that's pretty debatable. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just saying, it's. It's subjective. It's whatever you like. Yeah. Like if I'm, it's not gonna be on the AFI top 100. But I'm just saying, I love that movie. Yeah. And I can't be mad. You know what I'm saying? Everybody likes what they like. You and know? imagine trying to pitch that movie today. They would never. Oh, it would no. never get greenlit. Mm-mm. Imagine be like, listen, I want to take two actors. I want to have them switch faces. And I want to put doves everywhere. <laughs> think about it though like, crazy like how how they they would ask you to leave they if would, you even like get out of my office if that's you not even, getting greenlit if you even thought about remaking it today what actor has enough you need to in him what, or what two actors have enough in them that can switch the roles and be somebody else who can who could do that I don't know like I honestly don't know because mm. Nick Cage He's kind of like a caricature of himself now. He's doing all these silly movies, but he uh-huh. he's an Oscar winning actor. He's a, a yeah. very good actor, and he was him and Travolta were able to yeah, pull we, this off. We can definitely go beyond, you know, Travolta's Saturday Night Live, or whatever. It <laughs> Saturday is. Night Fever, yeah, Saturday Night Fever. But <laughs> that was after Saturday Night Fever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but at the end of the day, yeah, John like Travolta. Tarantino brought him back, and he was good after that. Yeah, is a no, but those are two. Award-winning actors. It was it was just an amazing feat, and the action. I haven't got to the action. The action set pieces is amazing, just over the top. Yeah, they are man, for real. Like yeah. they're fighting on speedboats and churches, yeah. on an airplane in the hangar, apartment building, and I can quote the movie for days. You can quote the movie. I know the movie by heart. See, like it drives my wife crazy. There, there's listen. In all honesty, he full disclosure. His, he loves this film. There's a list of movies that my wife gets annoyed when we watch it together because I can't help myself because I quote the movie. <laughs> Face Off is on that list. There's another movie that I'm going to talk about that's on that list. Ghostbusters is on that list. Oh, that what well, I can understand the Ghostbusters. Pulp movie. Fiction's on that list. I'm trying to think what else is on it. You would have to ask her, but it's it's about five six movies that I I know by heart and it annoys her to no end because <laughs> I can't help it. Even if she yells at me, I have to whisper it. Like I can't do it. I just spilled my guts about how much he did. I gushed over how much I love Face Off. He did, and he just definitely let everybody know how much he loves it. <laughs> yep. Someone passes the steward. What what movie do you love as much as I love Face Off? Man, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I love any movie like that. But you know what? Um, I'm kind of torn because, uh, you know what? I'll go with the movie Speed. 
All Spiegel's right? a great movie. And I'll tell you why, like, I love that movie, you know, for several different reasons, because I was a young kid at the time, you know, um, when you get forced to go to the movies, <laughs> you know, when you get forced to go to the movies. It's a story with it. Yeah, there's a story. Most most of the time, I have some stories to go with these these films, you know. And Speed, I lucked up on Speed, all right? Because, see, growing up, I wasn't really allowed to watch a lot of rated iron movies. You see what I'm saying? Right. Much like you just got your way to go watch Face Off. Yeah. It was the same thing for me, you know. And then all of a sudden, I get a phone call from my aunt, and she says, Hey, you know what, Chris, you should go to movies with me. And I said, Okay, well, you know, it sounds cool. Now, I didn't really have... A dog in that fight, but you know, I'm right. not gonna turn up a movie. So, all of a sudden, we're here, we are at the driving, and I'm watching this film, Speed. And, he, dude, honestly, at the time, I didn't even know anything about Keanu Reeves. You know, like, you I didn't know anything about Keanu? Well, I know, of course, of I mean, he was in Bill and Ted. Yeah, Bill and Ted. And, but I never expected him. When I saw Bill and Ted, I never expected yeah, him to, no be one a, did. to be a cop or be an action star. Because I don't just, think you didn't see Point Break, right? No, I didn't. Never at ne- that point. At yeah, that point, I never expected it. So I'm like, wait a minute, this is the dude from Bill and Ted, and why am I sitting here <laughs> with these movies? And the movie starts out, man. They're in the elevator, man. For and and Dennis Hopper's already set up this bomb. Yeah, and he's and it starts out just like blatant. Just starts. It out starts out with a with a bang. Immediately, you know, and that's just like there's hostages in a building trapped in an elevator. Yeah, and he's and trying to. He got a bomb attached, to and like he's already not... he's already set up a bomb in there. And you got Keanu Reeves, and you got who's the other guy? Jeff man, Daniels. From, Jeff Daniels, partner. who's his partner, and they're in there trying to figure out how to get these hostages out before the uh, before the elevator explodes. Yeah, and I'm watching this before it like falls down. Before it falls out. down, and he matter, he matter of fact, he even shoots his man in the leg. Yeah. You know, that's at the beginning, just, and then he's like limping along the rest of the movie because <laughs> he's like, because it was like shoot the hostage. Yeah, and he, he shot his man, and I'm watching this, and because like, he shot him because he didn't expect him to shoot him. No, he he's was like, like Harry, you told me. He's to. like Harry, you told me. He gives him a look like, hey, you know, I that's when he was getting a medal. He yeah. was like, you still shit. He's, he's like, I can't believe you shot me. He's like, Harry, you told me. To. <laughs> the the movie was hot, man. Um, when they get on the bus, though. Well, the it's bus all goes by. No, no. First, no. He, what what is Keanu Reeves doing? He's getting coffee. Yeah, he's getting. And then yeah, a bus coffee. goes by and it blows up. Yep. And then he gets a phone call. And then he gets a phone call on a payphone. On a payphone. <laughs> we, we don't have nothing like that around here no more. And then all of a sudden, he picks up the phone, and the guy that he thinks is, is dead. dead. He's supposed to be dead. Dennis Hopper's supposed to be. He's dead. supposed to be dead. He's not dead, and he's already planted another bomb on a bus. Pop quiz. And he tells him, he says, pop quiz. <laughs> he was like, you have a bomb on a bus. What do you do? <laughs> and Keanu Reeves has to rush to get on this bus. You know what? I think it was the suspense that got me more it's than all anything. Adrenaline. That movie's it's all adrenaline. It's all adrenaline. Because if you'd have told me, hey, you know, there's a guy on a bus, and there's a bomb. And that's the way they marketed it, too. Yeah. Like, it's all, and you're on the bus for the most of the movie. For the most of the movie. But it was just awesome. A good portion of the movie, you're on that bus. And there's a couple cutaways where they show, like, the other agents on the truck. Or, yeah, he got to go get gas. Yeah. Or how they going to refuel the bus. How they going to refuel the bus. How they going to jump from the place where the street wasn't finished. Or yeah. The part of the freeway. And but most just... of the time, you're just on the bus with these with Keanu Reeves and Central Bullock and the rest of these passengers. You know, it out. You know, one, one of the, the guys that I thought was hilarious was the guy in the uh, 
The guy with the dreads. Oh, oh, with the car. <laughs> with the car. And they actually I, brought him back for the sequel, even though that sequel was garbage. It was pure garbage, but you know, like they brought him back. He was the only one that came back. Speed makes a lot of money, so that yeah. and Sandra Bullock was in it. Too, yeah, she was in that, but she had another boyfriend. So I mean, go yeah, figure. Obviously, it didn't work out. But yeah, um, yeah, he was in there because he got his uh, car door ripped off. Yeah, he got his car door <laughs> ripped off. He he, and then he takes his phone. Like what was that? Like a Ferrari or something? Yeah, and back then those were he had a very nice. Like that car. was a car, but. Just the suspense of the film really just caught my eye, you know. Um, here I was, a young kid, and I'm listening to this guy with dreads just cuss constantly. <laughs> was absolutely hilarious to me, you know. But like, I get it. I'd be mad too if my fresh new car top down, my the, door is gone. The ending fight though is what caught me though. Yeah, because you know they're at the top of the on the top of the the train. Yeah, the train. And, and she's handcuffed. And she's handcuffed. And they're on the top of the train fighting one another. Um, and Dennis Hopper gets caught by the, the thing. Yeah, he stood he, up. And he tells, he's telling he's telling uh, Keanu Reeves, he said, I'm smarter than you. I'm this. He's monologuing. He's monologuing. Like all villains. He gets his head not clean clear, off. Clean, clean, clean off, off his body. Like his head, his shoulders are still <laughs> on the train. Dome is gone. And you see Keanu Reeves say, yeah. But I'm taller because he don't got no head. You know, um, that was an amazing movie, man. For real. I would, I'm not gonna put it up there. It's not one of my favorite it's not films in your top ten, but it's definitely one of the action movies. It's that a great really '90s action. It's a fun. Called, it is fun. It's a fun night, and it's all adrenaline. As, as soon as you start, you're you have to buckle up because it's as soon as you sit down for this movie. Yeah. And it's not that long. It's like what is it, like hour and a half? It's probably an hour and a half. Hour forty maybe. But I, I can't and it lie. moves and it goes fast. I was not disappointing going nope. to going to the movies with anybody to go see that. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So what you got? Uh, this is another one that I I love. I I generally love this movie. Is Bad Boys. Martin Lawrence, Will can't, Smith. Can't go wrong with that. Like this, this was a table at my wedding. Like I, <laughs> you know about that. Like, yeah. Like I had themed tables of different movies, and one of the tables at my wedding was Bad Boys. That's another one. It's the other movie that's on the list. Like, I know it by heart. What was the first time you saw it? Man. You know what? Because I saw it young. I didn't see it at the movies. No, I didn't see it. A lot of these I didn't see at the movies. I caught it on TV. You know what? I think I might have got it on video. And when I got it on video, I watched it over and over again. Yep. Same here. It was probably one of the greatest movies. You know what? And I didn't Because I was fans of both of them. I didn't expect to see... Either Will Smith or Martin Lawrence in anything action wise. Because we had never had that before. No, we didn't. This is their first action movie. Because there's, they're still Martin from the Martin Show and Will Smith's still oh, Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince of Bel Air. Right. Like they're still TV stars doing comedy. This was their first action movie. And you know what? I liked it because it was just so much more realistic in a way. Yeah. Because most of the time for even black actors, we had. What Shaft, Dolomite, yeah. the like the black exploitation. We movies. had the black exploitation movies, you know, and so you had two guys that you can relate to. And then later on, we had Wesley doing his his thing. Yeah, like Fifty Seven. But, but there wasn't a ton of black action stars. At there that wasn't. Time. There really wasn't. And and this movie puts it puts them on the map. It puts Will on the map as oh, like a summer definitely. blockbuster yeah. star because this was his first. Because 
was was it then or did he do Independence Day before or after? He did this before Independence Day. Yeah, he got this and then he did so well in this. They gave Independence him Day, Independence Day and then he got movie, Men in Black and all the other movies. Then he had another movie. Yeah, and then he became a superstar and he was like, I can't do first wrestling <laughs> anymore. <laughs> y'all, y'all just out of a job. I'm sorry. Like the funniest part is when they where he's supposed to be out of oh, town. Yeah, and they gotta switch roles. Yeah. And he's got to protect him. Yeah. And he keeps going crazy thinking he's trying to sleep with his wife. Because <laughs> he's not getting it. Yeah. Right. yeah. He's like, you trying to do Teresa. <laughs> he's like, boy, what is wrong with you? But you, you you can definitely tell that their relationship was so that of like, they were like brothers. They were like brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like they and, were best friends, but they were, and, and they were they, like brothers. They, they argue, had each other's They had each other's back. They dogged one another out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when push comes to serve... They were ready and down for anything, man. And he is Mike Lowry, Will Smith's character. He's like twenty four seven cop. Like that's all he, he is an action junkie. That's that's who he is. He's like the playboy, man. He, but he and then Marcus Burnett, he's just like it's a job. Like he's trying to feed his family, yeah. take care of his wife, kids, and do a, and do his job. And that's really as far as it goes. And things that kind of blow up in the in between. Man. Him. And you know what? You were just talking about face-off, but these guys, because of a murder, they have to switch roles. Yeah, they have to switch most roles. Most of the time in front of the witness because um, Will Smith's character is not available. So right. you got Martin Lawrence who has to Martin be... Martin Lawrence has to pretend to be Will Smith's character. to be Will Smith's like, character. Like, I'm Mike Lahr. <laughs> Mike Lahr. I'm Mike Lahr. <laughs> we pretended. And she's like, why do you have a baby seat in the back? It's an undercover car. <laughs> I'm undercover. Yeah. You know, I, I I just wish that they would have more films. You see what I'm saying? Because... Like, more films like that. More yeah. fun films like that. Absolutely. Not everything has to be comic book or franchise. You know, that's a story for another day. <laughs> I start that. There are some things that we can... Even though this movie is franchise, yeah, and is. I'll but take another one. Till, what do we have to wait till 2003 for this one? For the second one? Yeah. It was like eight years between the two. Yeah. We're still waiting on what And we're three. still waiting on the three. If that ever happens. Like, the only one ready for it is Martin Lawrence. Because he ain't, he really ain't. Doing like, much. his calendar is free. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, he is not booked up. <laughs> What's another one on, on this great 90s action list? Okay, I got one more before I, I drop my clues bomb with, with the one that was Okay. Before. Oh, it's a clue bomb? All right. Yeah, the, the, the one that sets it off that... Really will cause some debate, some debate for some of the audience out there. All right, and this is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard with a Vengeance, and you know what? I got a story behind that too. I love Die Hard with a Vengeance. You know, um, Die Hard was just, of course, I didn't, you know, I couldn't go to the movies to go see it. You know, and I lucked up seeing this action movie too. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Because I guarantee you um, that if my mom knew what my dad was doing. That she wouldn't even allow me to do it. <laughs> but, you know, big ups to my pops. Here we were. Supposed to be getting ready for school and I had it on video. And all of a sudden, we get up, we get dressed and everything to go to school. And my dad just doesn't come out the room for like two hours later. I'm like, dad, you know, school didn't start. He's like, uh, go in the living room and go put on this movie. So here I am, me, my two brothers and my dad watching Die Hard with a Vengeance. And I remember seeing the first one. But I didn't remember seeing the second one. Yeah, the first one. And so I'm Christmas watching. Christmas classic. Yeah, Thursday. it is a Christmas classic. For all you guys out there who say that it's all not the haters a Christmas, that say it's it not, is a Christmas film. It's a Christmas movie. All right, fighters, debate us on that. It's a Christmas movie. So 
I'm watching this movie, and it's, man, just, we already knew what we were going to get from Bruce Willis. Right. But then you take Samuel Hill Jackson. And throw that in there. And you throw him in the mix. And they're and thrown they together. perfect together, man. They were perfect together. I mean, didn't want to be together. Exactly. And they just fed off one another. The energy that they had in this movie just was... It's like they play off because they're polar opposites, though they play <laughs> off each other so well. Yeah. Like he's this cop who doesn't care. He's just trying to survive till the next day. And Sam Jackson's like this. What did he do? Ultra, he owned did, that shop. He, he, oh, he owned the shop. Yeah. He, it was like a uh, pawn shop or electronic or shop. shop. Yeah, like it was that, an yeah. electronic shop in the hood. And he was trying to teach those young kids, like, who's going to help you? No one. We're going to help we ourselves. We're to help ourselves. <laughs> like, he's all about the black community and protecting his community. That's why he was like, I'm trying. That's why he tried to help him when he had to sign. And his name in the movie is Zeus. It's Zeus. Not Jesus. It's Zeus. <laughs> Father of Apollo. <laughs> Don't mess with me while I shove a lightning bolt. <laughs> King of Olympus. Zeus. <laughs> his name is Zeus. He was the brother of the villain. The brother the of the villain movie. from the first movie. And, and he's having him do all these... Oh, man. You know what? That I just thought about it. When he had him doing all them different things. Yeah. And he had him put that board... Yeah, that's how they meet. Yeah, that's how they meet. Because he, he made him he made him go to Harlem and wear a sign that says, I hate niggers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Sam Jackson made him put was the like... Sign on. He was like, yeah, hide in my shop. <laughs> <laughs> and he even asked him, he was like, why'd you try to save me? He was like, well, if something happens to you, then it's going to lead a bunch of cops in Harlem and they all got itchy trigger itchy, fingers. Itchy trigger fingers, Yep. Right. He was so. like, one white cop dies in Harlem today. There will be a hundred white cops in Harlem tomorrow. And they all got itchy trigger fingers. Yeah. No, that, that movie was hot, man. I can't lie. I and it's a movie where the first one's in L.A. So yeah. you don't really get to see him in his element. And this is because he's a New York cop. He's in New York. So yeah. you see him in his element with the people he works with and they tear up new york city they're driving all over the sidewalk through central park yeah. they're blowing stuff up they're in and just, yankee stadium they are tearing up new york city i think i just from a psychological standpoint i really enjoy the riddles and because he has that, them do all these and riddles ha- he has them doing these which riddles. is what sam jackson's strength is which yeah he, he that's why he brings them in because he helps them with these riddles inadvertently being part of this game he doesn't want to be part of the game when he gets pulled in. That's so, a that's a good one. Yeah. That's that's one I I I watched that one. I liked that one more than Die Hard 2. I did like you didn't like it at all? The second I, one? It was okay. It was fine. It was a subpar sequel, but I mean I didn't hate it. No, but the third one is the, the third one definitely. Because I think better. the second one is like he's in a airport in DC. Yeah. Trying yeah. trying to get back to Yeah, he's trying to get home to his wife. To his wife. No, he's trying to pick up his wife. Yeah. And she's in the air the whole time because they can't land. But, I mean, it was fine. I didn't love it. But Die Hard was like, yo, this is a great movie. Like, I had so much fun with Die Hard. I remember I saw the fourth one. And I liked the fourth one. A lot of people don't like the fourth one. Is that the one with his daughter? Yeah. I like that one, too. Yeah, I like that one. Because I saw that one in the theaters. Me and my friend Sean saw it. Live Free and Die Hard? Yeah, Live Free and Die Hard. That's it. I saw that one in the theater. And then I saw, we were leaving. We was it. like, yeah, that movie could have used a little more Samuel L. Jackson. So another one I, I got. And uh, I think this was the first rated R movie I saw. Because I had the tape. And I was I was a huge Wesley Snipes fan. Stallone. and It was Demolition Man. I love Demolition, Demolition Man. Demolition Man was a good movie, man. Listen, The Cryo Prison. 
messing me and my cousin up, man, because we saw that, and then we, like, started freezing our G.I. Joes. <laughs> we put them in the freezer, like, they was on lockdown in the cryo prison. <laughs> and it's like, you're trying to explain this to kids today. And, like, I'm trying to explain this to my little cousin, and she's just looking at me like, I'm so weird. She's like, why would you do that? <laughs> I'm like, because we saw a movie with the cryo prison. Like, I'm listening to myself. I'm like, this sounds crazy. Like, because we did this to our toys. But at the time, it was cool. Cause, and it was a, just a great action movie with Wesley Snipes, height of his powers. Stallone, one of the great action stars, 80s, 90s. 90s, absolutely. And seeing them collide was great. And they're fighting throughout the whole movie. He goes in the cryo prison. He comes. He escapes from the cryo prison. And then they get Stallone to try and catch him. Yeah, yeah, they unthong. They unthong because to try and matter catch of fact, him. Stallone he shouldn't have been in there in the first place, and yeah. he got set up by Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes set him up. Set him up. He sets him up. Stallone's character goes to this place to go get these hostages, and the hostages are they're already dead. They're already dead, and of course, Stallone on some gunslinger stuff. He goes by himself. He goes by himself and, and takes out everybody with one handgun. Yeah, while everybody else got doesn't have guns. to reload and nothing. He. <laughs> Like, that clip lasted him Absolutely. through everybody. He had, he had what? Did he have one or two handguns? I think he had just one handgun. One handgun taking out everybody who he had He took out his home, man. He was like, there's only six thermal images, and they're all part of his crew. Yeah. And he took them all by himself, single-handedly. Has this huge fight with Wesley Snipes, and then the building blows up. And then they're like, we found all these bodies. There's 20 or 30 of them. They're everywhere. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he didn't save these hostages, he allowed them to die, and then he went to jail. And which they, yeah. I didn't even know that he could go to jail for that. Yeah, and so, instead of jail, they froze him. Yeah, it was this, it was like a new method they were using, and he was like one of the guinea pigs that they used for this new method of imprisonment. For, yeah, imprisonment for, for, for convicts. For convicts. And they take this cop, along with Simon Phoenix, yeah, who is Yeah, they both got to do time in there. And they got to do time. And I ain't talking about like, Two or three years. They got to do like 30 to 40. Yeah, like 74 like years. 70 some years. Like he had a 74-year bid. <laughs> like he was in jail for a minute. He didn't even do all his time. Yeah, they don't age while they're frozen. Yeah, they let him out early. And then he's got to, not only does he have to catch Wesley Snipes, but he also has to acclimate himself to this new, new world. Right. It's not even Los Angeles anymore. It's San Angeles. San Angeles, yeah. San Angeles, California, because after the earthquake, Los Angeles and San Diego merged. And imagine being in a place like California. There's no jack-in-a-box. There's no nothing. I mean, there's no McDonald's. Nope. Taco Bell rules no, everything. It, the only place that you can get any food is Taco Bell. And Taco Bell's like this upscale place. Yeah. Like, you think you go into Olive Garden, but it's like Taco <laughs> Bell with food that's not even edible. It's just like zigzags on, on the plate. <laughs> on a plate. I don't even know For what it is. For presentation. For presentation. And he's got to catch him while trying to get used to everything. And Demolition... Demolition Man got a lot of things right. Yeah. Like, I'm looking through everything they got right. They got FaceTime. We doing that now. Self-driving cars. They had it in that. They had implants. People implanting their babies now. Yeah. They, they're coming out the womb getting implanted so you can always know where they are. They had that in Demolition Man. Tablets. Voice-activated appliances. Yeah. You can walk in your home now and say lights. And your and lights, lights turn on, and that's what they had it in the. And they have even vehicles in the movie, vehicles that drive themselves, and yep. that's things that they're working on now. Remember, he said lights, yeah. and it didn't turn on. He was like, "No, nah, I changed that." Illuminate. Illuminate, 
Deluminate. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> like, like he has so many great one-liners in that movie. Yeah. He's like, that's who you remind me of, an evil Mr. Rogers. Will you kill him, please? <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't, you couldn't curse. You couldn't You can't swear. curse. You get... You get a t- you get a you get fine, a, a, a fine, or a verbal warning. And you, I don't know what's up. I still don't know what the three seashells are. I don't. You know what? They don't I, have toilet paper in the future. No, they got three sheet three seashells, and you're supposed to find some supposed way to figure to, out to how to use the toilet or something. like How that. to wipe your butt? I don't know how. Do you scoop it? I don't know how. <laughs> they even asked, or do you catch it on the seashell and then just put it in there? I don't know how. I don't know what happened. Like he, they even asked the director. He was like, "Yeah, I don't know. We just put it in there." <laughs> like he doesn't even know how to use it. But that was another fun one it was out of the box it was a good movie it wasn't your typical movie and the the a lot of these movies are movies that kind of are outside the box and it doesn't necessarily follow what they don't they're not all superhero films we didn't get a good superhero film to what i would say 89 with batman but i'm talking about in the 90s because like three and four was garbage we had okay batman returns in 92 batman forever was what 95 yeah that was that was okay. It wasn't too bad. It was Batman okay. and Robin was Batman, actually garbage. And that killed it for superheroes until like 98 with Blade. We Blade, Blade. Blade brought it back. And Blade doesn't get enough credit for yeah, kicking for off the Marvel Universe. That big was the first. Shout out to Wesley Snipes, man. Big he shout out. Thing. That kicked off the whole Marvel. That was the first Marvel character that they tried to do something with. And it was a success. Bro. We have Wesley Snipes who's hot at the time. We're going to try this superhero movie where he's a vampire hunter, but he's part vampire. Yeah. He's the baddest vampire hunter out there just taking names. And that's really what he did. And he get he put Marvel on the map. And yeah, I don't think he He did. He gets credit for that. He doesn't get enough credit for that. Yeah, she gave him some checks. Before Robert Downey Jr. did anything, trust me. Well they always say it was either X Men or Spider Man, but before oh, before absolutely. all that, it was Blade. Blade. And that was just those were just the movies that we mentioned. Those were our favorites. We didn't even get to some of the great movies that that were around in the nineties. I mean, we have Matrix and Yeah. Point Break and Con Air. Con Air, The Rock, Rush Hour. There's <laughs> so many. So I do have a final one though. Oh yeah. Let's please. Let's let's I've been waiting to have this conversation. I'm glad. You know, and and you know, some of you guys might laugh at this, but you know, um growing up you know, action was action. You was fighting a bad guy. You were fighting a bad guy, man. You you were you were up there, man. I I disagree with you on this being action. You you movie. might disagree. The, the people that I'm listening to, they might disagree. But so what, man? Let's go with it. Let's let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. You know. So the final '90s action movie for me is Home Alone. It's not an action movie. It is, man. Home it is. Okay. He set up gadgets. Home Alone one and two. No, he said a holiday yes. movie. Did he take them people out? There's Die Hard. Die Hard was no. Die Hard was. You say you're comparing Home Alone to Die Hard. I am not, but I'm saying you said it's a fun. It's a fun. It's Christmas a fun movie. Christmas holiday movie. Is there some adventure? Yes. Is it an action movie? It no, is action. It's not an action. Did movie. He, he didn't take them out. Did he take out the bad guys? Is did he, he fighting the bad guys? Huh? Yes. Is he throwing punches and kicks? No, no. He is don't. he blowing stuff up? He shot him. With a pellet gun. It doesn't matter. Oh, he's a little kid. It wasn't even a real gun, okay? <laughs> he shot with a pellet gun. Come on, he used his mind, all right? He used his ingen- ingenuity, all right? And he took out two guys, all right? 
The wet bandits. You know what? Kevin McAllister. Beast. He's a beast, all right? Come he's on. a beast. Give it up for him. Give it up for Kevin. He's he got, got some, some problems. problems. He does have some problems. He's, a future, right. he's a future serial killer. I bet matter. if he was real, he'd it, be in jail right it, now. It does not matter, all right? Then okay? These guys, you know, are breaking into your house. He saved home. Instead of calling the cops. Did he save home for Christmas? He decided to trap these people. Did he save home for Christmas? He saved his home. No, not his home, but how many other neighborhoods? They Come hit on, those. Man. They hit. They already hit though. They well, was hitting hey, hey, houses on the block hey, that whole winter. They did, all right. But they came to the wrong place because my man was waiting, all right, in his tree house with his tarantula, with his gun. Sick to you, huh? Like he used them as lab rats. Hey, like he like he enjoyed torturing these guys. Give it up for Macaulay Culkin, all right, man. The the secret as a kid, secret like, of you action watching, start. You watch this as an adult. You're like. Wow, this dude got some serious problems. So, like this but, he came, but he came out on top, and not only just one film, but the second two. All right, then he th- he raised the stakes, and they go to New York. All right, it's not an action. Movie. It is an action movie. It's Put it out there. Anybody who's listening right now, I know you might see my premise. As much, you might understand. As much as I love Home Alone on, and Home on. Alone Two, Home Alone Two lost in New York. Those are action. Movies, he didn't raise bro. the stakes. Those are actual he said, come to his house, man. I got something for you. It wasn't uh, even his house. It, it was his uncle's renovated house he, he was in that there. he broke into he was in and there. used as a trap house. And he this did. dude's insane. He did, but guess what? Did he come out he on top? He probably tortures animals, too. He probably do. But hey, <laughs> did he come out on top? Did he come out on top? Of course he comes out on top. Did They're he not going to have to kill a little kid. Did he save New did York? Did he save New York? Did he save the, the, the kids from the toy store? He didn't save all he of did. New York. He saved the chest. Right, because guess what? They had what? The money was going for the, yeah, the right. hospital. So, so he saved the hospital. So he saved the kids. It's an action star. Give it up. Come he's on. A hero. Uh-huh. He's Kevin, a hero. Kevin McAllister is a hero in his own right. Come on, man. Give it up, man. Give it up. He's an action movie. He's an action star. It's not an action movie. Come on, man. I'll take him. Let's go. Kevin McAllister. Big up, man. Macaulay Culkin. Give it up. Think so if you that. have to save the world, you got to put together a crack team of action stars. You're picking Kevin McAllister for the kids. You got to say the hey, stop. Watch this. Stop. Watch this. We heard of, of all the stars of the night. Am I picking McCullough? You're I, picking. You're Culkin? picking Kevin McAllister. Uh yeah yeah I'm gonna pick him. I'm gonna go with him. All right. Somebody might need to come on man. MacGyver was in the '80s. He went in the '90s. All right. Somebody got to build some stuff. Somebody got to drop some plans. Come on, we got. Matrix, we got True Lies, Home Alone, Home Alone 1 and 2, Home Alone 1 and 2, Fugitive, Home Alone 1 and 2, let's go, Desperado, Passenger 57, right. James Bond, and Drop Zone, don't forget about it, Drop Zone, don't forget about it, a lot of people forgot about Drop Zone, I did, alright, GoldenEye, that's another, that's an honorable mention for me, it that is. was the first, I just want to talk about GoldenEye real quick, that was the first James Bond movie I ever saw, and it made me fall in love with the James Bond franchise, like I went back. What? No, it wasn't, man. No, it wasn't what? It wasn't your first one you saw. It was the first one no, I saw. You saw Home Alone 1 and 2. Stop. Remember that. That's man. not James Bond. It doesn't matter, man. Right, did get he, out of did here. He had gadgets. And he didn't even need a cue, all right? Stop. He had micro machines. Yep. And, and Christmas It was ornaments. demented. And Christmas bulbs. He had micro machines and Christmas ornaments and feathers. And he came out on top. Say he did. Come on, man. Did he save those kids? Did he save those kids? That's all you care about. Give it up, man. He, yo, he was a hero. Did he not save the kids? He saved the kids, all right? He saved the did, kids. Did he save the toy chest? Are you trying to... With all the money? Come on. Come on. That was important to the kids. What was it, What? What was Mr. Duncan going to do with the money? He's going to give it to the hospital. For what? 
for the kids, for the sick kids. Right. So did he save them? Yeah, he saved. So he came out on top, right? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Give it, Give it up, man. Give it up, man. Come on, man. Come I'm on. at a loss for words. Come on, you're a loss for words. This all right. My man Stubert wilding out right now. He going. He trying to throw all the way left. All the way left. At least he owns it. He's owning it. All the way left. All right. Give it up for Kevin McAllister, man. Uh, this 90s action movie episode, we went way long than we usually do. We did. I hope you listen to us, even though we go in almost an hour. But that just means how passionate we are about these movies. <laughs> it's a time in our lives that yeah. we had so many fun movies that are ingrained in us. Absolutely. And we love all of these movies, even the ones we didn't even get a chance to name. I threw some out there, but there were so many that we love that we didn't even get to name. Maybe we do a part two later on to get to some of the others. But on this Home Alone note, I think we should wrap this up. We should wrap it up. <laughs> and for all of you guys who are listening. Stop. For, I'm telling you, for, who, for all of you guys who are out there listening. Stop it. Come on, man. Think about it. Please comment. Think about it. Please give us some comments. All right. Please give us some is feedback on Kevin this. Is Kevin McAllister a hero? Is he a come on? Is he a star in his own right? Please man? comment. Come on. And either say who's right or wrong, because I need to hear feedback. Fair enough, man. Come on. Some of you out there thinking about it, you know what? That guy's stupid. He's he's kind of right. You know, I never <laughs> thought about that like that. I never I never looked at it like that. But he did. But but on that note, we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks for checking us out again. Uh, another episode of Pop Stew. Don't forget to subscribe and like and comment and all those fun stuff. And tell your friends about us. If you think your friends will enjoy what we putting out there for the masses, have them check us out. Listen to a couple episodes. Subscribe to us on Anchor. <laughs> tell us if Home Alone's a action movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is your boy, Stuart. And I'm AK. We'll see you next time on Pops 2. Take care.